Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. Hello, hello. We are at the end of July. Which means just a few days after this podcast goes up is my birthday. I'm one of those people who loves their birthdays, enjoys celebrating all month long. So when you're hearing this, I'm probably in full-on celebration mode. Shelby booked a spa day for me and I'm probably going to just spend the weekend relaxing, enjoying the air conditioning. (laughs) It is triple digits here in Dallas and I want nothing more than to stay comfortably cool and relax and enjoy the weekend. So I'm happy to be back sharing a little bit of career stuff and something I haven't talked too much about is kind of like the most important lessons I've learned so far in owning my own business. And There's a lot, and a lot's happened in the last three years. I started my business in 2018, and my career in that time has gone on its own roller coaster, and I'm going to share a little bit more about that, but I know there's so much to learn, and I'm someone that believes in that process, right, that unfolding and to always be learning and growing. So this isn't the end-all be-all, but this is kind of like three years in, looking back and recognizing what worked for me, what didn't, and most of it is, of course, revolving around mindset and how certain mindsets have supported me and recognizing when maybe some things were holding me back a bit or kind of put me in a funky place. So whether you work for yourself or somebody else, there is something to say about the mindset piece of work and how we show up and listen and connect to the work itself, the people we work with, and the company, etc. as a whole. It is easy to sometimes get an autopilot and it's different when you are just working for yourself and have your own business. There's less room for that. So the first thing I'm going to say is when you are for yourself, obviously you have so much more responsibility. And I don't say that to scare anyone. I say that as a reminder of, hey, there's something new going on. And let's say that your business is to make fun, cute bumper stickers. And you love making these bumper stickers with these fun sayings and maybe a large part of your uh, part of your audience are Harry Potter fans and you have fun creating the graphics and sourcing the materials and packaging shipping them out etc you get to do that piece you get to do the creative part and have fun sharing your work but you know you're doing all these new things you maybe haven't done before like marketing or the back end business side taxes i there's so much there but i think that's the most important thing to acknowledge is when you do work for yourself there is the freedom and the ability to do things a little bit differently but it comes with just a few more responsibilities this these just weren't responsibilities i've ever had at any job before business related. 
I know some people like when they work for maybe a smaller company, they wear a lot of hats. This is just not something I had experience in before working or having my own business. And it's not uh, something I learned at all in school. When you're getting a four-year degree, there usually isn't a lot of time to add in <laughs> lots of other interesting things. But of course, I'm going to recommend if you have the ability to always add in learning a little bit about business. With that being said, I want to make sure and acknowledge that I do not believe you need to go to school for business to start your own business, be successful in business, and be happy in working for yourself or um, working on the business side for another company. I truly believe that everything can be figured out on your own. Of course, this again just adds to kind of like the to-do list and the learning of what you need to do before you begin. This is why a lot of people hire an accountant, a lawyer, a business coach, all of these things to help support you. Of course, there is our good friend Google and there are, you know, 1 million business resources out there. So whether it's starting your business within your state or starting your own website, there are resources out there. And I truly believe like if you are resourceful, you can get this figured out. But the number one tip I have is to always make friends that are doing something similar to you. And that's really how you're going to get a lot of information. Offer to take them to coffee, pick their brain, um, meet up with them, get as much information that they're willing to share as possible. And sometimes people aren't looking to share and that's okay. But we can learn a lot. And there are certain people out there who do this for a living and provide free information on um, like starting your own website and opening up your own business bank account, things like that. Like there really are is a lot of information out there. But I really encourage you to connect with your peers and get to know um, what works for them and what doesn't. And that can kind of help guide you in the direction of figuring out what's going to be best for you and your business. Again, if you're working for yourself or somebody else, it's always good to have peers. So it doesn't mean someone has to work for the same company as you or someone, um, a fellow, let's say entrepreneur, doesn't have to do the exact same job you do. It's being in a similar space, dealing with some of the same maybe issues or problems or having, you know, similar values that can connect you and bring you together and give you someone to piggyback off of, someone to vent to. I have been really fortunate and thanks to social media, have been able to meet so many other entrepreneurs online and learn from them and see what they're doing and they share their successes and they share maybe where something didn't turn out the way they planned. And that's really like the most valuable piece that you can't you can't replace you can't google that stuff like experience is learned and we love learning from other people because that way it can kind of like put us a little bit ahead of the curve instead of making those same mistakes ourselves so if you're thinking about going into a certain industry or thinking about taking on a new job, look at the people that are at that company or look at the people that kind of fall into that type of business ownership. What are they like? Can you meet these people ahead of time? Can you get to know them? If Can you figure out by meeting them if it's a good fit for you? If you can like network and learn from these individuals, I cannot emphasize this part enough. One of the funny things about building a community is that you have to remember that these people are 
you know, doing something similar to you or they're doing something you respect and admire, but you cannot compare yourself to these other people. They have different experiences and have different skill sets and just because they you know graduated at the same time as you or the same age as you or have the exact same experience as you doesn't mean that you're going to be in the same place doing the same things at the exact same time and it doesn't matter what you do for a living or even if you are in a phase where let's say you're a stay-at-home parent or something like it's easy to see look at what others are doing and think oh shoot well like they seem like they're having a great time or they're able to juggle all these things and eat healthy and keep their house clean and like a lot of that's really unattainable and it it sounds simple but no matter what season of life you're in you cannot waste your time comparing and I think we all get into a rut sometimes with that even if like let's say you're meeting a new person you know you can say like oh that way they do that thing is so cool but like da 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 and sometimes like our brains take hold of that and are like oh shoot I want to be like them like I want to be like that they've got it all figured out da 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 and like that's not the truth and I think we're constantly having to remind ourselves of these things like, oh yeah, just because I met this other cool person that's doing something that I really respect and admire doesn't mean that I'm not successful. It doesn't take away from my accomplishments and their successes don't mean that I too can't be successful. So again, that whole comparison is the thief of joy, remembering that you can learn so much from others, but you want to tune in and focus on yourself and your magic and what you're able to bring to the world. Um, This is something I've experienced all the time again and again. And as I reach new levels and try different things, these feelings continue to come up. And I think that's totally normal. If you're someone who's continually growing and evolving, it's you're meeting new people, you're seeing new things, and it's normal to look around you at each new level and be like okay what's happening here and then you can either find yourself getting into that rut of comparison or you can find yourself being like okay I've got this I'm taking this information and moving forward and doing what's right for me and separating myself from what others are doing which is easier said than done but again just something to keep in the back of your mind as you're um, working on anything especially like starting a business we got to leave that piece aside because otherwise you're going to create something that's inauthentic to you and is just like you know something Sally Joe made and it won't come off as authentically you and people know like people are really smart they can read that And you won't even be as excited, enthusiastic about it as you would if it was just like so authentically you, yourself, your ideas, your vision. And that goes not only for the piece that um, the public can see, like again, social media, your website, etc., or your, you know, coworkers at work, anything like that. It's the behind the scenes piece, the relationship you have with your boss, the relationship you have with your business. Like if those things are suffering, it doesn't really matter how it looks from the outside. Now I want to talk a little bit about like that roller coaster that is work. And a lot of people that are kind of like in my age group, if you will, I see them going through the same thing. And it's not everyone, but a lot of people are kind of going through just like a lot of different seasons of work in a short period of time. So for me, in the last three years, I started my business in 2018. 
as an interior design company. Um, I absolutely love interior design. It's a big part of me and my history. It's not something I do much of right now. And it's kind of more of a hobby. Um, I still make money on it, but it's my side hustle. It's not my main thing, which is this, like coaching, working one-on-one with people, you know, writing, speaking, all of that. That's my job. And when I started, I did that job up until November 2019, Um, actually October 2019. So over a year, and then I had this job opportunity, like just kind of fall into my lap. And it was amazing and cool. And I loved it. Loved the company, loved my coworkers, loved my role. And I had that job for like six months before I was laid off due to COVID. And during that time, I still had my business. It is something that I used more as a creative outlet during that time. Um, I had some, you know, some design projects on the side, but it was still, you know, interiors and kind of sharing and blogging here and there. But um, I spent a lot of time in that season focusing on building my business at work and putting my energy more towards that part of me. Then mid 2020, I am suddenly put in a position where I can return to my business and I did immediately and it didn't feel the same anymore and I think you know I had a new experience from the time I began working in a way that was more face-to-face with people and hearing people's struggles and finding solutions in a different way. It was still in the design industry but it was different. I spent a lot more time, you know, speaking in front of people and a lot more time emailing and connecting, not just about details, but truly like building relationships. And as a designer, that is a part of your job. I just didn't have as much time to dedicate a lot to it. And I found I loved that. So when it came back to working for myself, suddenly I wasn't around all these people anymore. And I realized that was what was giving me so much joy and passion. And I was like, well, how do I take all these pieces and put them together? I had a few people reach out to me and ask um, for if I'd be willing to coach them or help them a bit. And I would set up meetings, make appointments, and just kind of like go through the motions of what I understood that to be. I've had a coach, and in that time, I had one and understood like what that relationship was like, and I absolutely loved it. And so one, you know, person turned into another, turned into another, and then I was like, wait, this is totally what I could see myself doing, supporting people who are making a transition in their career and life or just need to like work on that mindset piece if it is career or if it is uh, creativity or if it is finding um, an ebb and flow that works for them. Like all of these pieces coming together like at the core of it was mindset for me. So I changed my business again and to me everything is always connected it's all one I know other people looking at what you're doing or maybe what your future thoughts or ideas for yourself are might not make sense to them and that's okay what you want to do what you want to be doing may not exist yet 
And that's why it can be especially hard, especially for people in different generations to understand you why you want to do something differently or why you want to do something they haven't heard of before. And we can educate and talk and have conversations, but at the end of the day, you're the one who has to be doing the work. So if you don't love it, and if you're not excited about it, and if it doesn't kind of light a spark inside of you in a way you can't explain, then that's not what you need to be doing. So again, there will be kind of like these highs and lows. There's times in your career where your job looks one way, and it will inevitably change and shift. And as these changes happen, we kind of recalibrate, right? We turn back and we're like, okay, I'm going to get started. I'm going to see this thing from this new perspective. And you kind of go through the motions and it's like, well, how am I feeling about this? Is this working? Is it not? And we continue to make these changes in ebb and flow and put us in a place that we want to be. Like that's the goal, right? We're constantly trying to adjust and um, in a way that works for us, our goals and our lifestyle. In May, 2020, it was a very difficult time for me because I felt like my new vision for my career, the one I'd been working on for six months, changed. And that was hard. And if you find that maybe your career hasn't worked out the way you planned, or you're not enjoying your job like you thought you might, or you kind of see this other role that you want to maybe try out for, maybe you want to apply for at your company, like, if something isn't sitting right now or maybe hasn't in the past or you're, this is just information for you to hold on to for the future, no matter what you're going through and no matter what you're experiencing, it's all about your ability to bounce back. I've made the mistake of spending time, especially in the middle of last year, feeling pretty awful even though like... I knew so much was out of my hands and I knew like the whole world was going through this experience. I wasn't alone at all, but it just feeling kind of like less clarity that can feel very difficult. And I think most of us want that feeling. We want to feel that like we want to know what we're doing. We want to have a mission and I admire those who are more free-spirited and can just go with the flow a bit more. For me, this was not the experience. I was having a very difficult time. And and the, my favorite thing was in the coaching, the people that came to me is helping them bounce back. Like that inspired me in that time, like helping them bounce back and find career that was aligned with them or find a perspective that was aligned with them help them plan the foundation for a future business idea. Like those things, like that lit a spark within me and seeing them like revive themselves helping them work through that like inner turmoil helped me realign with my purpose and my goals so again if you're in the thick of it know that you aren't alone and you have the ability to maybe take a step back and look at things from a different perspective and say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. My emotions are in the middle of this. How can I see this differently? How can we shift it and change it in a way that can serve 
me and help me serve my highest purpose because like that's why most of us go to work right like yes we would like to make money and yes we would like to be able to live a nice life but of course if you're listening to this podcast chances are you care a lot about enjoying your job like that's that's what this is about it's not just like I have my dream job and everything's perfect no not at all there is a capital W in work in all areas of life. And it's just about choosing what you would like to be your capital W work. With that, I want to bring up the idea of sticking by what you believe in. Um, So using myself as an example, transitioning my career into a few different in a lot of different ways within the span of just a year I dealt with some pushback from people around me which was funny because these other individuals were coming to me saying like hey I actually see what you've done and I'm in a position where I too was laid off like let's talk like I would love to like set up a few sessions with you and get your ideas on like how I can build this brand or reposition myself for a different type of job and I still no matter how many people were coming to me and supporting me I still had that voice in the back of my head being like you don't have an education in this you don't actually know how to do this because you have no formal training and that is like a fear thought right like that is not a lie I you know you don't go to school to become a coach in this way. Um, There are, not in the traditional sense at least, there are many coaches out there that have like different courses and help teach coaches, which is amazing. But in the way I think so many people coach, it's not, you know, an ABC one, two, three type of thing. It is a relationship and an intuitive pull and using your personal experience and kind of like drawing conclusions from things you've learned from your own life and from your other clients' lives and recognizing patterns, all of the above, pulling these pieces together is what makes someone a really good coach in my opinion. So again, stick by what you believe in and that just shows those around you that like, no, actually this is what I'm doing. This is the work I'm going to do, and this is what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. And I think it can be hard because, especially for many of us who maybe have changed careers in the last two years since COVID began, I can't tell you how many people have asked me, like, oh, when are you going to go back to sales? And I'm like, well, that's not my plan. Um, Now, of course, I am someone who believes in the poll, I could do something different, but I love what I'm doing. And I love this space and this podcast. And I don't, I don't want to change that. So again, so much is out of our control, but still, no matter what you're doing, no matter how successful you may be, there's always going to be people that are like, well, why aren't you doing that thing that I thought you should have been doing? Or why aren't you doing work in the way that looks correct to me? Or why aren't you doing the job that matches your college degree? Like all these things, like it's not really about that. It's about sticking by what you believe in because 
at the end of the day, if you get pulled away from what you're doing right now and you get into a new career, new job, that maybe isn't what you always saw yourself doing. You'll be glad that you gave, you know, your Etsy shop a shot. You'll be glad that you made your Harry Potter bumper stickers for people because it made people happy. It made you happy. You enjoyed it and you can do it on the side or you can change. But at the end of the day, you stuck by because it meant something to you. And if it doesn't and you want to close up shop one day and try something different, that's okay too. I think just like sticking by what you believe in and not allowing the voices of others to play in too much because it's not their career. It's not their life. It's not their decision. And always this is so much easier said than done but if you find kind of like this pull in a million different directions like take the time to like try and tune into yourself if you need to close your eyes put your hand on your chest which I like to do sometimes over your heart get into that feeling and think okay sit in quiet for a little bit if you need to and just be like okay what am I actually feeling what actually resonates with me and what is the opinions the thoughts the feelings of others and what can I leave to the side and how can I move forward or you can journal it or you can pray about it whatever works for you but if you're doing anything different there's always going to be people who don't understand and people who want to maybe challenge and think they're being helpful but at the end of the day you get to choose what works for you Now, my number one thing I've really liked to talk to people about, and this is a topic I added into the Mindful Business course, which is storytelling. And I'm going to give you a little snippet of what I talked about there. But really what I want to encourage every coaching client I work with that does start a business, or let's say you're going in for an interview or you're writing a cover letter, always take your audience along for the ride. So if you're starting a business, show them your, tell them your origin story, where your interests came from, how you got to where you are now. In design school, we have to show process and that's really just like sketches to show how we got from an idea to our final product. And let's be honest, most of us just went in at the very end and faked the process notes just to like get those points on a project. But those stages are important because it creates a story for the listener. So if someone's looking at your resume, you want they want to see like the story. They want to know how you got from A to B to C to D. How you got from this job to this internship to this volunteer opportunity to now this career. Like everything connects. So turning all of these little pieces into one story. Connecting the dots, letting them know your why and letting them in on the details. Your process and your story help people connect to you and you as a brand or your company as a brand. Now, of course, I'm going to end with this. Your company is going to change and shift and grow. Your career is going to change and shift and grow because if now if you're super comfortable in what you're doing and you're afraid of that growth, then I get it. But if you want to do new things, you're going to change. And that means you're going to need to loosen your grip a little, release a little control, and as much as possible, ride the wave. 
So you see the wave come in, you're like, oh shoot, something's going to change, something is going to shift. Maybe it was COVID for you, or maybe it was moving to a new place, or maybe it was shifting your entire career plan. Whatever that is, acknowledge what's coming and trust in your ability to handle whatever is thrown your way. Now, those are my top tips in my first three years of owning my own business. It's been quite a journey, but I hope that shows you that work doesn't look one way and it's not linear and it's okay if things aren't always what you expected. The most important thing is to always tune in with yourself and make sure whatever you're doing, no matter what it is, obviously doesn't harm others, but aligns with you and your core values and the vision you have for the rest of your life. I hope you enjoy July 31st. This is my golden birthday, so I hope you're celebrating somewhere. I know I will be. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another month of Life with Zan. It has been so fun showing up on the last Thursday of every month. If you haven't already, there were six other episodes so far in 2021 to listen to, so go ahead and tune into those, and I will see you in August. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Life with Zan. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. I'll see you next month.